A Life in Construction podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Watson Bowman Acme. Since 1950, Watson Bowman Acme has provided the commercial construction industry with the highest quality expansion joints available. Carrying the internationally recognized Weibo brand of products, we are able to meet the movement, loading, and waterproofing demands of any commercial project. Not just a product supplier, our promise is to be your strongest partner for expansion joints and responsible solutions. Visit us on the web at wbacorp.com. Welcome back. This is part two of New Technology Construction with Dave Fuller. Welcome, Dave. We talked about you as a trainer and doing a lot of training. You've got, you know, you've done a bunch of YouTube videos. Uh, you're a superstar on the YouTube network. <laughs> what kind of tools they don't have to necessarily be mechanical tools what kind of tools are now available that you use as a resource is it is it apps is it mobile phones are the new apps or training also available to let's say spanish-speaking crews or french-speaking crews instead of just english yeah, and it, you 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 hit upon so many of them right right there, John. Um, for for training, there are just so many tools we have at, at our disposal now. Again, going back to our phone, we have you know videos posted on YouTube and on some of our internal training sites that are accessible on the job site, uh, and we call them on the job videos. Um, you know, you, you can uh, just pull them up on your phone, you know, on YouTube. So pretty much any materials, whether it's ours or a competitor, you can be on the job and pull, pull up instructions on how to how to install those materials. Um, even some of the industry accepted tests and things are, are on there. You know, you want to do an adhesion test for a coating or a sealant. Mm -hmm. uh, you can pull up a, 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 a training on, on your phone. So just that is, is such a huge uh, benefit in the industry. But we also have, you know, there, there are a lot of, uh, and I know people are a little burnt out on virtual, but yeah. virtual, it, it, it works. And we've seen over the last year, we can, we can train virtually if we do it correctly. And, uh, you know, I, I've worked uh, in the last year considerably on a, a learning portal, self-directed learning. Uh, it's a, it's a global, you mentioned before, you know, different languages. We have a global platform, a learning platform that customers have access to. Uh, it's in multiple different languages. Um, awesome. and there's, it, yeah. And, and again, I think it's, it's our responsibility in the industry to, to get more training out there to, to all the stakeholders in the industry. You know, I mean, we see the kind of labor shortages that are going on, skilled labor. Yeah. We really have a responsibility to, to, to do a better job of training in our industry. And I think a lot of companies do it well and we've, we've done, but I think we need to do more and we really have to, you need to have different tools available, you know, different people like to learn different ways, you know? So you need, that in-person training that, that you and your colleagues, John, did, I mean, do top-notch in-person training. But we have to supply, you know, those self-directed learning uh, opportunities for people. So, you know, at the end of the day or on their lunch hour, they can, you know, go through a, a, some kind of training, industry training. So yeah. um, that's where the virtual comes in. And it's a great complement to some of the other trainings that we do. So there are a lot of tools, a lot of apps and platforms that even 
you know, five or 10 years ago, we didn't have access to. So that's, uh, you know, it's, it's really taking off. And uh, I, I, I see that just exploding uh, in, the, in the near future. Yeah, I mean, you could, we could even take it like one step further just from, a, from an educational standpoint or from a necessity standpoint on a job site. We can talk about the safety that it brings to, to an individual now. Uh, look, at, look at some of these apps like with the Apple Watches and the Fitbits. You know, they're taking your heart rate. They're taking your oxygen level. You know, you could have somebody working in, in a very uh, intense environment. It could be 105, 110 degrees out, and then you can get, you can get warnings from now your Fitbit and your Apple Watch, and hey, we better take a break. My heart rate's up. My, uh, you know, etc. Yeah. etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Just the simple technologies that we're just wearing on our wrist right now are a great improvement. And from a health standpoint, say if somebody's got uh, heart issues or, or lung issues. You know, they take a look at their Fitbit and they go, yep, I'm about 120 beats per minute. I better take a break here. And it's 105 degrees out. Uh, let's take a break, guys. You'd never had that before. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's amazing. I, I, there was an app that I was looking at for uh, one of the, you know, it's, to prevent skin cancer and melanoma in the field. Because our, you know, I mean, our industry, you and I, we spend a lot of time out in the sun, you know. And there was an app that would you on your again your apple watch like you said or your phone uh when it was time to reapply your your suntan lotion you know so it was uh um yeah there and there are just so many apps and things available out there for uh for for us and our customer safety it's uh yeah that's a great point yeah i i wanted to ask you uh uh we we talked about the video conferencing or teams conferencing or whatever you want to whatever that was used during the uh COVID over the last 14 15 months did you guys get a lot of positive feedback from the industry, from the customers on how valuable that really did come from a field standpoint or watching an installation or just helping somebody out in the last second who, yeah, they, they looked at the video and yeah, they, they, they made a phone call to customer service, but for you to put your eyes on the problem immediately via the new technology, have you, have you gotten a lot of feedback on that? Yeah. And, and most, almost to a T it's, it's, it's been so positive. Um, you know, some of the webinars and things that we were doing last year when, you know, when we stopped them, I was just constantly getting emails and calls from customers like, Hey, uh, you know, when are you doing your next, uh, you know, your next podcast or your, I mean, your next webinar. And, um, because they, you know, they, they really looked forward to it. They were learning a lot and, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a good way to, to, to do it when, you know, we were in some of these lockdowns and yeah. things. Um, but at the, uh, the other part of your question was, um, as far as the, the technology and, and visiting job sites, we've been doing a lot of virtual job site visits and, it's, it's been great. I mean, I've gone to a, a number of projects just in the last few weeks where uh, normally it would have taken some time and book a flight and get on a job. And, you know, you know, all the traveling yeah, you do, it's sure. it, just to visit one job. It might be three days. You know, you have a day of travel there. You have a day on the job site, and a day of travel back. Um, I was able to just, hey, I'll, I'll be there in, in an hour, uh, yeah. you know our local representatives on the job and he dials me in video conferencing and I was pointing, okay, now bring me over to that blister over there. Okay. Now cut sure. that blister open and, you know, stick your camera in there. Let me see what's going on. And it was, 
it's it's really amazing and and I'm able to do that for the customer and they're not waiting weeks to have me get out there and I can visit multiple job sites in in the same day rather than one a week so uh, technology's really helped us there. Um, I, and you know, there, there are improvements to, to be made and I'm sure that, uh, you know, we're getting better Wi-Fi connections and better speed for the video and things. So, um, it's not perfect, but, uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of good feedback from our customers on the, on the virtual job site visits. You know, you know, what I found was pretty cool was, uh, we are, we are a global economy, right? And a global business. And, uh, we were having a problem over in Europe, uh, specifically in England, and we were able to do the video conference and walk through the issues and address the issues. Well, I was here in the States, and well, they were over here in Great Britain, and I'm like, I'm thinking, wow, what great times, right? What great technology. Mm-hmm. Just, an, You know how long would it take me to get on a plane and get over there? And especially during the COVID, it would have been impossible, A, to begin with, but uh, and, and a great savings to both the customer, the end user, and, and us as a, as the uh, material supplier, we took care of it mm-hmm. on the phone. So great. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure you've seen it. The, the, the communication is so much richer when you're, when you're actually looking at somebody, and I'm going to say face to face, it's screen to screen, but you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, you get to see that person and their, you know, their, their facial expressions and things. And it, it's just so much uh, better communication than just jumping on a conference call. And like you and I are doing right now over the phone, this is great, but it's, you know, it's just, it adds another layer of communication when you, when you can see somebody on a, on a video screen, you know? Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm kind of old school and I still love to go face to face with the customer and maybe go out and, you know, have dinner with them as well. That's always been a, a great pleasure to me, but, and you know, uh, things have changed and technology's changed and the world's changed. So it's great to have all these different, uh, avenues available to us as well. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I think we're always going to have, we're, we're in an industry that, yeah, you need that, you know, you need that contact. You need to be on job sites and physically be there, but sure. not always, you know, yeah. now we have, when we can't make it there, we have available tools we can use, you know, Absolutely. and it's, it's not always the, the, the perfect substitute, but, uh, in most cases it's, we can do our jobs. <clears throat> uh, a couple other technologies. I just want to kind of hit real quick, Dave, if, if you don't mind it, drones. Sure. Have, have you ever been out on a job site and seen uh, any drones used? Yes. Uh, actually, it, not recently, believe it or not, it was probably about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. I was out on a, on a project and the, uh, the engineer uh, had a drone and they were inspecting uh, a, a high rise condo. Um, and they were looking at some, uh, some joints and just, uh, you know, rather than setting up a whole swing stage and, you know, yeah. rigging up all our safety gear and going up on the side of the building, they had this drone and they were going in and it had a great camera that they were zooming in and they, they were actually able to show me my, you know, my sealant joints up there and, you know, it, it, they could find any spots where it was, uh, pulling away or the sealant uh, wasn't performing properly. It was it was pretty impressive. So I, I, I mean, I talking with some of my colleagues, they're seeing a lot more of that in the, uh, in the industry. I just got an email a couple of days ago, somebody that was doing it out on a job and they were, they were showing me the photos that the drone took. And yeah. it was really, it was like somebody was on a swing stage two feet away from it and took a picture and it was just, uh, yeah. So that's a, 
huge cost savings, oh, uh, you know, the safety factor, you know, anytime we don't have employees hanging off the side of the building, it's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's great. So I, I would think more and more that's going to happen because the price of those things has dropped considerably. I mean, we're not talking $10,000 anymore, you know? Right. right. I know the DOTs are big on them now, and I have seen a few jobs where the DOTs are up there. You know, a lot of times you have structures, you know, 50 to 80 feet up in the air. And again, you got to go up there and go underneath and crawl down or go through these manholes or a boom truck across the side. It's from a safety standpoint, it's huge. I was watching uh, one company. What they did is they had a drone and they had uh, infrared settings on it. And what it was looking for was like, heat loss in the building so you know maybe some of the mortar was bad there or some of the sealant was bad or you might have had uh, a window that was losing a lot of uh, hot air or cold air or whatever the case may be what great technology just from just putting a drone up in the air and being able to read the pattern of that building where the heat loss is coming from and where they're losing energy and efficiencies pretty cool stuff yeah that's amazing Uh, a couple other things i wanted to touch base on is like AR, augmented reality. Uh, construction professionals can look at a job site with additional information of layers and they can visualize modifications now where before they couldn't do that. They can take actual measurements, uh, working accurately and finding any safety concerns ahead of time. Huge cost savings where they don't have to go back later. Say, oops, we kind of screwed up here. They can lay everything out now uh, via AR. It's a big time saver and, and money saver. Are you seeing a lot of that used right now? Yeah, not as much in in my particular world. I would say it, it's starting to. Um, but some of the you know some of the BIM models and things, yeah. I do know a huge. lot of my yeah a lot of the uh, engineers and architects that I work with are heavily involved in that. Um, especially when you're looking at some of the building components and the way they fit together, you know they can they can ensure that, uh, again, it's, it, these pieces may fit together sometimes on a, on a piece of paper, so to speak, or on some drawings, but you know, you get to the real world and something's a little bit different, but some of these modeling programs that they have now, you know, they account for a lot of different things that you, you wouldn't see on, you know, on a set of plans, so to speak. So, uh, I haven't been intimately involved in it, but right. uh, the, the the engineers and architects I talk to they they just see that blowing up, and and it's just going to be a whole new way of uh, designing structures. Yeah, I mean, them uh, it's building information models, right? Three D technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I did a podcast last week with Jeff Cookto, who's our our, our uh, local expert on BIM. So if anybody wants to listen to that, please go back and listen to it, uh, Jeff really explained it very well and how it works and how it's being used today. So we just did a podcast on that last week. Oh, that's uh, great. I'm going to oh, check that yeah, out. Check it out, Dave. It was really interesting. And Jeff's, Jeff's really good on that subject matter for the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other things I just want to touch base on like 3d printing. <laughs> They're actually, you know, that this is relatively new from a construction standpoint, right. For, especially for large projects. But you know, you hear about, they've already, uh, They've already created a, a house, I, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that? I mean, that's just. I who would yeah, ever thought? Who would ever thought you could print a house? Right. right. Yeah, I, I, it's 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 amazing. 
But uh, yeah, and, and again, like with some of the materials I work with, with you know coatings and sealants, it's you know I don't see that really working in the same fashion. But the the structures that we're using those materials on and the the buildings and things, absolutely. Like you said, they they started with a house. Pretty soon, we're gonna have printed you know, skyscrapers going, going up in our cities. Yeah. You know, it, it really is the, the wave of the future. So, I mean, I think we all need to learn more about it and how it's going to impact, you know, our, the materials that we supply, you know? Yeah. You were talking about when you first started off in your career, uh, you know, all the manual work and lifting and Oh, that it was exhausting. And, and it was, and it was the wear and tear on, a, on an individual's body, especially if you're older, right? Uh, yeah, they got new mm-hmm. safety gear out that they're calling construction wearables. Uh, it's pretty cool. They, they've got smart boots. They've got smart hard hats. They've got gloves that give you extra strength and grip. Uh, some of these hard hats and boots have little signals in them and they'll vibrate or send a little message to you. They're reading, picking up little, uh, uh, Across a job site, you might have uh, some cranes or some overhead uh, power or whatever the case may be, or bulldozers on a large project. And if you get too close or they're getting too close, and you know, sometimes it's you're, you're, you're concentrated on your job so much, you're not paying attention to what maybe another trade is doing, that these, they actually send signals to like your boots and your hard hats to uh, make sure that you're safe and you're aware of, of a potential uh, job hazard. So I haven't seen a lot of that, but I'm sure this is going to be big and it's going to be coming uh, more and more on these larger project sizes, maybe even on the smaller yeah. ones as well. But talk about having a pair of gloves that gives you a better grip or, or some, uh, they got some body armor that protects your body and, get, and helps lift things better and protects your, your skeleton and your muscles better. Uh, there's different fittings for your shoulders, your arms, your back, help you lift better. Uh, pretty cool stuff, almost like a RoboCop technology, right? I haven't, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it out there now, but it's coming. It's out there. Oh, yeah. And, and, it, and it has to, you know. I mean, the the way safety has evolved just in under my career in the last 30 years, I mean, my first, uh, when I used to inspect uh, bridges and, and towers, I had a belt, you know. I had a, I had a harness, a safety harness, but I, I had a belt. We, we didn't even have a full harness back there. It was back those in those days. And I did, I fell once early in my career, and I, you know, luckily I didn't do any long term damage to my kidneys, but just you know all the force on the belt, I, I, I was sore for for quite a while. Um, so, you know, just. 10 years later, now I was wearing a full harness and, you know, you have the arresters and the, I mean, it's just, it's great because we do work in a dangerous industry and yeah, I, know. you know, the, the, the more safety we can bring in to, you know, keep our employees and our colleagues and our families safe. And I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. And yeah. I think uh, a lot of these things, like you said, are going to be coming down the pike and they're, they're going to be standard, uh, routine safety equipment, you know, soon, you know, right now it seems like RoboCop days, but yeah, uh, yeah all these things are, are going to be implemented. And I, I, I just think it's great because we do, we work, we work in a dangerous, uh, dangerous industry. Yeah. It's funny you say that because, you know, I was kind of looking at some, some OSHA information about our industry, you know, even before the pandemic construction was one of the riskiest industries to work for and uh, whether it was fatal or non-fatal incident, 
So according to OSHA, the four big, biggest risks are falls, struck by an object, electrocution, or getting caught in between some objects. In fact, mm. in fact, uh, our business is business OSHA wise report when an injury comes into OSHA, their, their claim was even though construction employs about 6% of the industry population, 20% of the uh, injuries come from construction industry outside of uh, like, you know, being a cop or whatever, a fireman or other job related uh, industries. So it's, it was rather high and that was kind of like eye opening to me. And so all this new technology is certainly going to improve all that and let, like you said, you want to go home at the end of the day and be with your family and everybody wants to go home and be safe. And it's, it's best for everybody. So pretty cool stuff. Right. Yeah, no. And I, and I think, you know, going back to kind of where we need to go with training, you know, and safety is a big part of that. You know, we need, we need to have access for everybody who needs it. We need to have uh, instant safety training access and, uh, you know, cause it, it really is that education can prevent a lot of that, you know? Yeah. The, the safety gear, we need better safety gear and things, but we also need to educate our colleagues, educate our, our customers and do what we can to, to help improve the safety record in, in our industry. <laughs> and, and, and technology is going to take us there. And responsibility is going to take us there and education is going to take us there. You're right, Dave. Absolutely. So one thing for sure, Dave, technology is changing in the construction industry. It's covering safety, equipment, planning, efficiencies, and much more. So Dave, I'm going to bring this to a close. I want to thank Dave for his time and his great insight as usual. And I want to thank all our listeners to another Watson Bowman podcast. I'm your host, John Manning. Work safe and stay safe.